You are listening to King Jesus Radio, the official podcast of New Living Way Church. Out this morning, amen. Let's give the Lord some praise this morning. How many of us know that we serve a good God, an awesome God, a mighty God, Lord of Lords and King of Kings, amen? He is the Alpha, He is the Omega, He is the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He is our peace and He is our comfort, He is our joy, He is our strength. And you know what? We can trust in Him this morning. So let me just encourage you this morning. Trust Him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. But in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and shun evil. And this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Amen? Amen. Just know you got the greater one living in you today. You have the helper, the Holy Spirit. Amen? The one who is able to help me and you through it. The one who is able to be there for us. The one who is able to encourage us. The one who is able to strengthen us. So we can know today that we can come together and know that we have his peace. We have his comfort. We have his joy. So let us continue to trust in him. Because let me tell you something. You're here today. How many of us alive and breathing this morning? So you are still trusting in the Lord this morning. And by you being here doesn't even... No matter how you felt or how hard it may have been to get here or how hard it may be to be here today or those watching with us today, but you can know that you can trust your God. We can trust our God. Amen. We can trust him through it, no matter how it may feel or how it may seem. Our God is greater in the name of Jesus. Amen. And greater is he that lives in us than he that lives in the world. And if God be for us, then who can be against us? We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. And always know that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and we shall refute every tongue that rises itself against us. This is our vindication from the Lord, and this is our heritage as the servants of the Lord this morning. So we can stand in agreement in faith this morning as we come together and we praise Him, as we glorify Him, as we bless the Lord, all our soul. Amen? So let us pray this morning as we come together in worship this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you this morning. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor, Father God. We just thank you this morning for you are good, you are holy, and you are righteous. Lord, you are worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. We thank you this morning, Father God, for there is no other like you. And Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time together today. We thank you, Father God, as we come together. Together this morning, God, as we trust in you, Lord God, you are our trust and our help in our time of need. You are an ever-present help, my God, in our time of need. And this morning, we just thank you, Father God, because, Lord, we are here together today because you helped us, Father, in our darkest moments, in our deepest pits, Father, in the driest deserts, my God, on Father God, in the craziest of storms, my God, through the hottest fires, my God, but Lord Jesus, you are ever-present help in our time of trouble, and we thank you this morning, Lord God, as you are the one who helps us through, you are the one that sees us through, and Father, together, we come together in reverence of you, in praise of you, and thankfulness of heart to you, as we declare 
declare by faith and belief in you, my God, that we are free this morning. And Lord God, who the Son sets free, is free indeed, my God. We thank you that we have the victory in you today, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are the very resurrection and the life this morning. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We give you the glory and the praise and the honor. We ask you, Lord Jesus, that, Father God, you be glorified in all that we do here today, my God. Father, you be glorified within our hearts and our lives. And, Father God, the words of our mouth this morning. We love you, we praise you, and we bless you this day, Father. Oh, we just thank you this morning, Lord God. Oh, we just praise you this morning. Lord God. Oh, let us praise the Lord this morning. Let us declare how great and awesome and mighty he is because you are a good God, faithful God. Oh, you are the Savior of the world, my God. And we just thank you this morning, Lord God, that this world today is not without hope, Lord God, because you are the hope, the sure hope this morning that this world needs today, Father God. So we thank you for your compassion this morning, the compassion that you have for us and the compassion you have had for this world, my God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are able to help those in need today day as you are helping us my God oh we just praise you this morning and we glorify your holy name and we just thank you today my God for Lord this is our faith and you are the one that we believe in Lord Jesus the son of God the one who died on that cross for us and rose again on the third day the one who was ascended on high at the right hand of the father interceding for us day and night the one who is returned soon, my God. And we thank you for the helper that lives in us today, my God, your Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Father God. Oh, Lord Jesus, Father, that it is you that leads us and guides us and directs us in all that we do by our faith in you. Faith of being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. We thank you this morning, oh God, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Amen. Glory to God. Let's just take this time right now just to enjoy the presence of the Lord this morning. Amen. We're not on a schedule. We're not trying to get things done in a certain matter of time. We're here to celebrate and to praise our God this morning because he's so good and he cares about you so much and he cares about this world so much and even though there is so much going on in your life and our lives and all around us today just know he's aware of it but he did something about it he sent his son Jesus into the world to die for the sins of the world and to raise again on the third day to prove that he is the son of God so that this world today can have hope, can have help, can have rest and can trust in the one that will never let them down the one who will never let you down. 
I know a lot of times we do the things that we do because we're supposed to do it. We go to church because we're supposed to go to church. We read the word because we're supposed to. We pray because we're supposed to. But it's not that we're supposed to. It's because we want to. Because we're expecting a response from God. We're expecting him to speak to us. We're expecting him to bring us through. We're expecting an answer. Because we know that he is able. And it just starts with our faith and belief in who he is today. Hosanna is another word for save. He is able to save you from wherever you're at today. So as we continue to worship the Lord this morning and praise Him this morning, let me encourage you this morning, if you need help from the Lord this morning, let us be like that Canaanite woman that said, Lord, help me. Because He is the perfect helper. Only you know what's going on in your heart and in your mind today. But you can cry out to the Lord this morning, Lord, help me. Or maybe you don't know what's going on. You're just like, I don't know what's going on. But you can cry out today, Lord, help me. And he is your help. A present help. In your time of trouble. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So as we continue to praise the Lord this morning, don't be afraid to ask the Lord for help this morning. And if it's just help praising him, then Lord, help me to praise you from my heart. Help me to trust you enough, Lord to believe and have faith in you because I know that you're good this morning, Lord. And then let them remind you of how much you are a miracle today. You are a miracle today. You are a sign and wonder because his word says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that word it's a deep word because it means an awesome wonder is looking to the universe and the stars and the galaxies and saying, wow, what an awesome wonder. Well, when the Bible says you are fearfully and wonderfully made, he's saying you are an awesome wonder. So I, can, I don't have to look up today, I can look to you. We can look to our neighbors this morning and say, wow, what an awesome wonder here today fearfully and wonderfully made in the Lord. Amen? And if you don't see it this morning, the Lord help us to believe it so we can see it and know it. We are an awesome wonder. Oh, we just thank you this morning, Lord God. Father, Lord, as we are a church ready, Father God. Oh, so this morning we cry out, Lord Jesus, come. Maranatha, 
Come, Lord Jesus. We are a church that is anticipating and expecting you, Father God, for your second coming, Lord God. But, Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, that we don't have to wait till you come, Lord, because, Father, you came already in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And you promise not to leave us as orphans, but to send us the helper, the Holy Spirit. And we thank you today, Lord God, that though we wait for the day and we cry out for the day for your return, Lord, but we thank you, Lord, that you're here with us today, my God. We thank you, Lord God, that we are the temple of the living God. We thank you, Lord, that we're in this place today where the church meets because we are the church, my God. And we thank you, Lord, for meeting us here, my God. We thank you for helping us, Lord. And we thank you for being that ever-present help in our time of need, in our time of troubles, Lord God. And we thank you this morning for helping us, Lord, for reminding us, Lord, that we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. That, Lord, it is you that predestined us. Father God, you chose us before the foundations of the world. It is your plan and your purpose, my God, that is for good and not for evil to bring us hope in a future. It is you that knitted us in our mother's womb. It is you that has fearfully and wonderfully made us, O oh God. Oh, but we thank you this morning, Lord God. Because, Lord, in that help, we are able to be that light and example in this world today. That there is help for them today. That there is hope for this world today. Because it's that very hope that saved us. And we just thank you this morning, Lord God, that you have given us the very words of life to be able to share with others, my God, that they may have that same hope. Oh, we just praise you this morning, Lord God. We thank you this morning for meeting every need, my God, according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. We thank you this morning, Lord God, for being our Lord, our God, and our Savior, Lord. We thank you this morning, Lord God, for your compassion. Father God, we thank you this morning for the compassion that you have for your church and for people today. Because you see a people that is harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Oh, but Jesus, that is why you came. And we thank you, Lord, that we are no longer harassed and helpless. Because, Lord, we have a great shepherd. And that is you, Jesus. And we thank you today, Lord God, that there is a world today, my God. Oh, that may be harassed and helpless, Lord. Oh, but there is one who came to save and seek the lost. 
So, Father, we thank you this morning for the name above all names, the name of Jesus. And there is no other name under heaven to which men and women shall be saved but the name of Jesus. So we just thank you this morning. We thank you for this time, Father, of just praise and worship unto you. We thank you, Father, for your peace. And we thank you for your great love, Father. Oh, we just praise you this morning, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Amen. Greet your neighbor. If you didn't get a chance, go ahead and get on up and greet your neighbor this morning. If you didn't get to say hello this morning, thank you for joining us online this morning. Glad you're joining us today. Thank you, worship team. Thank you. Amen. Our God is good. Amen. Good God. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody. Good everybody see anybody in the house of the Lord this morning and everyone joining us online this morning as well. Praise God. Isn't God a good God? He's an awesome God, an amazing God. And you know what? I'm just so grateful today that, you know what? He's just, he's so faithful and he's here with us today. Amen. So praise the Lord. Well, just a quick, a couple of quick announcements this morning. Uh, we do have Bible study this Wednesday and we are going to the book of Acts chapter 12 this morning. Amen. And uh, I heard somebody clap. Praise God for that. All right. Praise God. We can clap. Just that. Amen. We do have Bible study this morning. Amen. So we encourage you to study the word of God with us as we are in the book of Acts chapter 12. We will actually be closing up the book of Acts chapter 12 this week. And uh, we just look forward to, to studying the word of God together. So feel free to join us here in the annex room or feel free to join us online as all the teachings are up on there. And also, if you have if you've got a little behind on the Bible studies, we encourage you. We also have the podcast up there and uh, the podcasts are all updated as of this week. So praise God. Feel free to go in and check out the podcast and listen to some of the teachings and the preachings and different things that we have went over. Amen. And let me encourage you, let's study the Word of God together. Let's be encouraged to the Word of God together because it's through the Word that we really get to see many of the times of the things that we go through together and the things that we go through as a church and as we go through individually. And, you know, we're learning from the Word of God, of the people of God, and it's just amazing to see that we're not the only ones. But we get to learn in this time of need, in this place where we may have questions, and it's through the study of the Word of God that He brings to light those things that we may be facing, the struggles we may be going through, or just the questions we may have, but also the victory that we have and the encouragement and the strength that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And this past week had to do with answered prayer, but more or less in a place of the shock and amazement that God answered the prayer. Amen. So many times we could find ourselves in that place like, oh, well, God answered. You know, it's like, wow. You know, so but it's our belief, it's our faith of realizing, but God, I'm coming to you already believing you've answered. I'm coming to believe in, in knowing that, Lord, you're able to do this and all things are possible for you. But nevertheless, I'm acknowledging that you're in control and nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. You know what? And it's just such a, it's not, a, you're, not you're not giving up. You're actually trusting the Lord because now you're giving it to him and saying, Lord, it, it's in your hands. And what, whose better hands to be in than our God, amen? And the hands of Jesus who is able to do the things that seem impossible, amen? So that we'll be studying the Word of God this week and just encourage you to join us. Uh, Friday night we are in prayer, uh, earnest prayer, and uh, we're taking that from Acts chapter 12. 
So we're just continuing to earnestly pray for those that just, you know, that need prayer, you know, for situations, circumstances, a lot of things going on in our world today, different prayer requests, different things like that. So what we are doing as a church is we are earnestly praying, you know what, and it's just that compassion of the Lord and also learning through that in the compassion, being aware of things and allowing the Lord to teach us through it of how to pray and who to pray for and, you know, the times that are needed for prayer because that's what we do for one another is we earnestly pray and we continue to do so. That's what we're doing on Friday night, so we encourage you, if you're able to join us on a Friday night, feel free to join us here in the annex room. If not, you know, from wherever you're at, at home, or maybe at work, or, you know, just throughout your time throughout the day, just to take some time and set it aside, just to seek the Lord and to pray on behalf of others and those around you, amen, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in who to pray for, what to pray for, because that's what it's all about. It's the freedom that we have in that, being able to come to the Lord in belief and faith in who he is, amen, and knowing that we can expect an answer and expect for him to do his will, amen, because that's what it's all about. It's for God to be glorified through it all. So we encourage you to join us in, in prayer and growing in prayer together, amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, Sister Cynthia is going to pray for the tithes and offerings, um, and uh, what's that called? We're going to come together and continue in our worship of the Lord, amen. morning. So I'm going to share um, a scripture that the Lord shared with me. I wasn't sure if he wanted me to share it, but he gave it to me in another passage when I opened the Bible, so I know he wants me to share it. Amen. Um, Amen. It's about the woman who anoints Jesus' feet. Um, a lot of times we think that, just like Pastor Letty said last Sunday, we think that it's by just giving in our finances, but it's also giving in our time in our setting that time aside to just come into the presence of the Lord where he is he he is happy with that he is he says come to me all those who are heavy laden and burdensome and I will give you rest so the Lord wants our time as well and that's that's always a sacrifice but it's always pleasing unto him and when we do that the Lord um will lead us and guide us and fill us and refresh us and um, we will be able to do what he's called us to do. So the word of God is in Matthew 26, um, verse 6, and it says, Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume and poured it over his head. The disciples were indignant when they saw this. What a waste, they said. It could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this reply, replied, Why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. She has poured this perfume on me to prepare my body for bur burial. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is, preach throughout the world this woman's seed will be remembered father god in the name of jesus we just thank you lord thank you father god for reminding us father god that it is in our time father god that we give unto you father god that you are pleased father god as well as in giving in our tithes and offerings father god we thank you father god that lord it's not how much we give father god but it's what we give with our hearts father god 
So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brothers and sisters. I pray, Father God, that you would just remind them, Father God, of how much you love them, Father God, and where you have taken them from, Father God, so that they may rejoice, Father God, when they give unto you, Father God, in their time and in their giving, Father God, that it may bring honor and glory to your name, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this house of worship, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that there is always enough, Father God, that we are never lacking, Father Lord, because you love us so much, Father God, that you died on that cross for us, Father God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus, and we thank you, Father God, for us, Father Lord, as a body of Christ, being united in one, Father God, being united in you, Father Lord, that we can give unto you wholeheartedly, Father God, and that you rejoice, Father God, because you love us so much that you died for us, Father God. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. And you can place the tithes and offerings back there in that white box back there, and feel free to do so. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, rich kids rooted in Christ, you are dismissed this morning. Amen. You guys have a blessed time in class today and believe the Lord has some great things prepared for you guys. Amen. So you guys enjoy over there. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. We, we serve a good God. Amen. We serve a good God. We serve a good God this morning. And I'm just so grateful to the Lord for just him being so faithful and so good and just knowing all that we need and meeting those needs in, in his son Jesus this morning. So, Father, we just thank you this morning. We give you the praise, glory, and honor. We just want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time, my God. Thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus, for just bringing us together today, Father. Thank you for helping us to have a place to be able to come together, Father. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to do this online, Father God, for those that are not able to be here today. And just thank you, Father God, for all the resources that we have in you because, Lord Jesus, we know, Lord God, wherever we meet is the church because we are the church body today. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for all our brothers and sisters today who are coming together, Father, to meet, Father, as a church, as a body of Christ, Lord, to hear your word, my God. And we come together in reverence this morning of your word, my God, looking to hear from you, Lord, with a heart, Father God, open, Father, to understand, and a mind, Father, asking you that by your spirit you would open up our minds to understand the scriptures, Lord. Father God, help us to see, Lord, how this applies to our lives, Father God. Lord, because we come expecting, my God. And Father, if our ears have become dull this morning, Lord God, to your very word, we ask you for forgiveness, my God. Help us, Father God, Lord Jesus, Father God, to turn from these ways. That, Lord, that no matter how many times we've heard your word or certain passages, Lord, Father, we're always able to learn, my God. If we have become immune to the teachings, my God, we ask you to forgive us, Lord God. Help us, Father God, to continue to be willing to learn, Father. As your word says, teach a wise man, and he shall be wiser still. Recognizing and understanding, Lord, there is still a lot more to learn, Father, no matter how many times we may read a passage. But, Lord God, in that life and walking with you and living it out, Lord, there is still so much more to learn, Father, because your word is endless and your word is limitless, Father. And your word is alive, living, and active. So this morning we submit unto you, Lord God. We reverence your word and we reverence you, Father, which brings praise and worship from our hearts, Lord. 
because, Father, it's hearts of gratitude, Lord, as we are thankful, Lord, for all that you have done for us. So we take this time, Lord, as we submit unto you, and we ask you that by your Spirit to bring forth your word in truth, to bring forth your word in the power and authority that it is. And, Father God, Lord, that we would receive it, my God, by your Spirit, Lord, that, Father, we may live it out, my God, as you teach us how to do so. We love you, we praise you, we bless you this day, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, I encourage you, if you didn't get a chance to check out the, t- the teaching this morning in the book of Nehemiah, it talks about, a little bit about what we just prayed about this morning. It talks about reverencing the Word of God and the importance of reverencing the Word of God. And, you know, many times we could come together and we just kind of hear it and hear it and hear it, but are we expecting to receive from the Lord this morning? Are we expecting the Lord to speak to us through His Word? Are we looking and listening out, Lord, I want you to speak to me. I want to hear from you, Lord, because that's important. You know, in the relationship with God, in the relationship with anybody, it's being able to have a conversation, being able to have that intimacy of, of communion, of interaction, of fellowship. And this is what we're doing today. We're coming together. I mean, there's so many different places today that you go to when there's division, and I shared a little bit in the morning. I mean, you go to a, a game, right? I go to a Dodger game. You know what? Not everybody's there in unity because there's also angel fans or giant fans. Or, so there's division in the place. Not everybody's rooting for the same team. And you're hoping your team wins. And unfortunately, last time I was there, they lost. And they didn't do fireworks. Disappointing night. <laughs> yeah, but it was a night I was there. <laughs> But the blessing of it is, is that we're always looking for unity and talking about unity. What better place than the house of God where we're coming united to hear from God? And not only are we here because it's like, oh, well, I hope this, I hope that. No, we're coming from the side of victory. We're not here in church hoping that we get the victory. We're not hoping that our team wins. We're not hoping that the situation works out. We know that we have the victory in Christ Jesus today. And we are here together in unity because of the Lord. No matter our background, no matter race, no matter political background, whatever it may be, lifestyles, whatever it is, the gospel of Jesus Christ is for everyone because it's good news. Now, the good news might not always be easy to receive and it might not always be happy to receive because it causes change. It exposes things. It causes us to acknowledge things. It causes our lifestyle, our our way of thinking, our way of living to change. Oh, but the power of God to do so. The hope of God, the peace of God, the strength of the Lord, the healing of His Word, the comfort of His Word, everything that comes together through His Word because His Word is alive. His Word is living. And if we're willing to receive His Word, as God speaking, then there is life in that. And it's because the victory that we have in Jesus Christ, because of what he did on that cross for us, we have now access to the Father to hear from him so he can lead us and guide us and direct us this morning. How many of us are grateful to, for, to God for all that he has done for us today? How many of you are grateful for what the Lord Jesus has done for you today? Amen? You can clap. Don't ever let anybody hold you back. Come on. We a church in here. We can shout. We can praise. We can. Don't ever hold back when it comes to praising God. Amen? Don't ever stop praising God. Amen? You keep praising God. 
because he is alone is worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. And we are thankful to him for being so good to us. And the title of today's message is Lord, Help Me. And we're going to talk a little bit about today about what is help and the help that is needed. You know, there's always those people in our lives that you may say, man, they need help. <laughs> Something wrong with you. <laughs> but then how many times do we need to look in the mirror and say, man, I need help. <laughs> there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I'm dealing with some things. There's some things that are definitely going on within my life. And there's many times, and that's what it really comes down to, is the fact of asking for help. I don't know how many in here today have a hard time with asking for help. But I know that sometimes in my life, there's just times I, I have a hard time asking for help. And sometimes that can come from a place of maybe distrust. Maybe you've asked for help before, but the help didn't come through or it wasn't the help that you needed. It was the help they were willing to do for you, but really didn't help you. Or maybe they said they would help, but the help never came. And so therefore, there's just a distrust of, well, I don't want to ask for help because I don't want to be let down. I asked for help because I needed help moving. <laughs> I asked for help because I needed help lifting this thing. I asked for help, but there was no help. But then many times it could just come to a place that we don't ask for help because we don't want to acknowledge we need the help. I'm getting a little bit older, and there's just certain things that I'm not able to do as I did before. I need a little help. And as we get older, there's just a lot more things we need help with, but we try to, you know, we try to get by without it. You know, the other day, we, me and Letty are chopping down some trees, and Letty's old school, man. She uses a machete. So I got in there. I'm like, yeah, I got this. Four days later, I'm still hurting. <laughs> I need help. I'm still hurting, by the way. It's five days now. Bone, muscles in your body, they're like, man, I didn't even know that was there. <laughs> but it just comes with the territory. But one of the biggest things that many times we struggle with is our acknowledging our need for help. Maybe it's pride, maybe it's fear, maybe just, I got this. It can be a number of things. <clears throat> help in situations, circumstances, relationships, through sickness, through death, physical things, mental things, emotional areas. And many times we don't want to acknowledge the help that we need, sin, temptation, patterns in our life that we find ourselves doing the same thing over and over again, find ourselves in the same place, in the same position. Last week we talked about the things we hold on to, saying, Lord, deliver us. But this week we're talking about, Lord, help us, help me. Lord, I need your help. Because one of the things that we learn <clears throat> as a believer, as a Christian, as a follower of Christ is the Lord is an ever-present help in our time of trouble. 
That scripture is found in Psalm 120, verse 1 and 2. I'm sorry, Psalm 46, 1. The other psalm you can also find is Psalm 120, verse 1 through 2. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and the earth. I look up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And see, I might have went backwards and forward, but I got there, right? Because <laughs> sometimes I don't remember the rest of the scripture. I'm just saying, Lord, I need your help. <laughs> I forgot the mountain part, but I know I'm looking. I'm looking up. I'm looking at you, Lord, because I need the help. But the question is, are we willing to ask for the help? Don't ever think because maybe you've been a Christian for so long or maybe you don't think, well, you know what? I shouldn't have to be there. I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to be up at the altar again. I shouldn't ask for prayer again. I shouldn't have to have these questions again. Don't ever think that we are in such a place that we don't need to call on the Lord and ask him for help. Because we will always need the help of the Lord. No matter how young we are, no matter how old we are, everything in between, we always need the help of the Lord. No matter if you just gave your life to the Lord, no matter you've been serving God all your life, we still need the help of the Lord. And we have that help. It's an ever-present help. And he showed us that help and gave us that help at the cross. So even in our failures and our shortcomings, we could still come to the cross of Jesus Christ and ask him for help. Lord, I need your help. I can't get out of this. But unless we're willing to acknowledge our need for help, then we're going to find ourselves in the same place. One of the main things they do of an addiction is we have to first acknowledge our need for help. To get out of a relationship that is not good for you. But I got to acknowledge, but I need help. I can't do this on my own. To get out of those thoughts that, that overwhelm you, that bring anxiety, that bring fear, that bring stress and cause unbelief. Lord, I need your help. To overcome the unforgiveness and the anger that wants to, that you know what is driving you to punch that person in the face and say, Lord, I need your help. Help me not to respond in such a way. Because we need the Lord's help. And he is our help. So whatever we're going through today, don't be afraid to say, Lord, help me. I need your help. I'm doing and I'm living and I'm doing, but Lord, I need your help. I'm struggling. I'm just barely getting through this. I feel like I'm tripping it up. But Lord, I need your help. I can't do this without you, Lord. And he will help you. He will bring the help that is needed. And he will bring us through. Help is to aid one who helps to give assistance to, to make more pleasant or bearable. Let you know you're not alone. See, there's two ways about helping, and I've shared this before, is I'm here to help you. 
And if I'm here to help you, then I'm here to help you in whatever the need is to make it easier and lighter for you. But there's another way to say, I'm going to help you or I'm here to help. I'm going to help you the way I think you need help. But to help someone is to come alongside, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And see, that's how the Lord helps me and you. He already knows what we need help in. And he comes in and he supplies that help. We have the Holy Spirit whose name is the helper, the comforter, the one who helps me and you through. So why would he call him the helper if we can't call, if we don't feel we need to call for his help? If I say I don't need help, then I'm rejecting the help. I got it. And later on, I can't get up because my back is all messed up. That's what I get for trying to carry two forty things of water in the house. All to save a trip. Two days later, I'm hurting. It's not a wise idea. I needed help. The verb, the action of the word, is to give assistance or support, to be of use or benefit, to provide someone what is useful or necessary to achieve an end. This is our God. He is our past, our present, and our future help. And why I say future? Because he's always a present help. And he was the help that got me and you to today. And in the future, he will be with her when it's today again. Because never will he leave you. And never will he forsake you. And how many of us know that help takes work? There's labor involved in help. How many of us like labor? (laughs) Say it a different way? Okay. I know, right? We like Labor Day, but we don't like labor. That's the only time we like the word labor is Labor Day. <laughs> That's the day we get off, right? Most, you know, mostly everybody. But labor takes work. But let me tell, let's be reminded today. God was willing to put in the work. And he put it, he did all the work. He paid it all. He finished it all. And you know what it cost him? His life. He sacrificed his life so that we could have life. Talk about help all the way to the end. So do we believe this this morning, church? That we have an ever-present help this morning? That you believe that the Lord is helping you today? Are you willing to acknowledge the help that you need today? In those times that We don't know what's going on, but Lord, help me. Well, praise God. Because we need to know this. So we can let others know. And be that example. So others can know that there is help for them as well. You know, it's amazing when you get work done on your house or you get a good car wash or something like that or service on your car and when they do a good job 
Hey, where did you get that? Where'd you get your car fixed? Who did your, AC, your air conditioning unit? Who did the paint job? We're always looking for that recommendation of who, got, who did the work for you, who helped you labor in that. Who helped you do this? Many times I just say, well, Letty did it. <laughs> I got a coworker of mine always telling me, you're so lucky, man. Because <laughs> I know if I would have waited another day, she would have got that tree. <laughs> She's a help. But I like to think we help each other, amen? Yes, she is. Mighty woman of God. Let's look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 38. And because we all believe in here in the help of the Lord, and we're grateful to the Lord for the help that we have, and we're not afraid to acknowledge our help, the help that we need. Praise God. So now we're going to look at our responsibility and our duty because of that. And it says here in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 through 38, it says, And Jesus went through all the, all the cities and villages, teaching in, the in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, of, uh, the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. See, Jesus had compassion upon the people because he saw that they were harassed and helpless, without help. And they were sheep without, like sheep without a shepherd. See, many times we find ourselves in a place, and, and I ha this has to be a question we have to ask ourselves, do we have compassion for everyone that we see and know or hear about today? As we sang in Hosanna, break my heart for what breaks yours. Do we truly have that compassion or do we only have the compassion for those that we want to have compassion for? Or are we willing to get to a place through the help of the Lord? And I say this to be perfectly plain and clear because we all have some areas in our hearts and our lives that we are able to be a little bit more compassionate for one group than we are another. And, I'm, and it may be race, it may be class, it may be political background, it may be culture, it may be uh, lifestyle, it, whatever it may be. But we all find ourselves in a place that we become a little bit more compassionate for certain ways, certain people, more than others. But I bring this out today to say, Lord, help us with this. Because the reality of it is, there are people in prison today, in jail today, that maybe you don't have, and maybe we don't have the compassion for, because we may say, well, they deserve to be there. They put themselves there. But still, they still deserve the compassion of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Christ died for them just as much for them as he did for me and you. He died for the sins of the whole world. 
Well, how do I get to this place of compassion? How do I get? Well, Lord, help me. First of all, I need your help. Because there may be people in our lives that we just don't get along with. Or just rub us the wrong way. Or we don't agree with their lifestyle. We don't agree with how they are. We don't agree on how they act. We don't agree with them or we just don't like or whatever it may be. But Jesus looks upon the crowd. He doesn't see them as sinners. He doesn't see them as tossed away or aside or any of that. He sees them as those that are harassed and helpless. Those without help. And we may not agree with how people live or do or say or act or even within ourselves, but we can know that this is still a world that is harassed and helpless in need of a Savior. And His name is Jesus. And because Jesus looked upon them as those that are harassed and helpless, He had compassion on them. Are me and you willing to have compassion on those who need help and who are, who are harassed today? Because if I'm willing to acknowledge I need help, how much more will I be able to acknowledge that that person that is shouting at that street corner, Lord, they need help. Yeah, they can use some therapy help and some psychiatry help but they need help from you Jesus they need deliverance but are we willing to see them with the compassion of the Lord as those that are harassed and helpless acknowledging they need help but I know one who can help the one who helped me the one who helps me the one who's helping me can help them. Jesus. And he goes on to say, then he said to his disciples, the learners, those that are willing to learn from him, the followers of Jesus Christ. How many of disciples are in the house of God this morning? Two. Praise God. <laughs> I'm going to ask that question again. <laughs> How many of you are disciples of Jesus Christ this morning? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because it's more than just being a believer, but it's being a disciple, a learner of God. One who wants to learn from God. Wants to, wants to learn from Christ. How do I handle this situation? How do I address this question? How do I do this? I follow the example of Christ Jesus and I learn from him. So he can teach me through it how to respond, how to learn, how to pray, how to live. And so this is what he says to today. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly. There's that word to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. I thank God for each one of you, all those watching with us today, because you are a laborer 
of Christ today. Amen? You are a laborer of Christ because you accept and acknowledge the help that you need from the Lord daily. You're the example in this world today that there is help in this world that's needed, and it's Jesus. Because you're the example of Christ's help within your life, in your marriage, in your family, through sickness, through lack, through grief, through mourning, through it all. It's your life today as believers, as those that acknowledge, Lord, I need your help, and I thank you that you're helping me through this daily, that others are able to see the help of the Lord in your life today. And not only that, but that we would be ready for when you're asked, why are you so calm? What is that peace? What is that is in you today? It's not what, it's who. I got Jesus, my ever-present help. This is not easy, but Lord, I know my God is with me. And you know what's amazing? Is how many people will accept prayer. Because in that prayer, what they're acknowledging is, I need help. I need God's help. I need God's protection. I need God's wisdom. I need God to lead me. You don't have to be afraid when you ask somebody, can I pray for you? Because all you're really doing is saying, can I help you? I want to show you the way. I want to pray for you and ask God's help in that situation, in that circumstance, in that place. And if they reject it, that's fine. All they're doing is rejecting the help that is available to them but you can still go and pray for them. Lord, help them to see and acknowledge their need for you. So regardless, we pray earnestly. And we pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. The harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. Every day is a harvest. Every day is the day of salvation. Every day there's some that are in, people in need today. All across our world today, there are so many in need and so many things that just seem so far and so hard. How can I help them? We can help by starting to pray for them and praying to God for the help that is needed. For the help that is needed to come to the situations, the circumstances, that we're hearing, that we see, even when the help doesn't come and the aid doesn't come that is needed. Well, maybe they didn't come from the place they were looking for or hoping it would come from, but we know that the help can come from the Lord. And he is able to provide the help in that country, in that place that is needed to bring them through. And we know this because He's our help. I'm not I'm, we're not talking about something that, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't, you know, we all believe this to be true, right? That God is our help. That's what you need to know. That's it. Lord, you're the helper. You're able to help me. So, Lord, I know you're able to help them.
And that's when he called his 12 disciples. But not only did he call them, he sent them out. And he sent them out into, he gave them authority, it says in verse uh, 5 of chapter 10, these 12 Jesus sent out, instructing them, go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He gave them command and direction and proclaim as you, as you go saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without pain, give without pay. Acquire no gold or silver or copper for your belts, no bag for your journey or two tunics or sandals or a staff for the laborer deserves his food or wages. And whatever town or village you enter, find out who is worthy in it and stay there until you depart. As you enter the house, greet it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly, I say to you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. He sent them out as he sends me and you out. When we leave here today, we're going out there. We're going out there as those that are changed. Not just as those that, oh, you went to church today? Yeah, I went to church. No, as those that, man, no, I went into the presence of the Lord. God spoke to me. We go out of here changed because we're allowing the word of God to bring about that change. And in that change and acknowledgement of the help that we need daily and the help that we have from the Lord and acknowledgement of the help that this world and those around us need, what happens is there starts to become a change of the compassion of the Lord. And with that comes the power and the authority to extend our hands and to lead others into salvation, to heal the sick, to deliver those that are bound in bondage and death and shame and guilt, to be able to declare the good news of Jesus Christ. And we can go out there in faith and confidence knowing that our God is able to do so. Do you believe that God is a God of miracles? Do you believe that he confirms his word with signs, wonders, and miracles? He is able to do so. Because in that help, he is glorified. And I close up with this scripture in Matthew chapter 15, verse 21. It says, and Jesus went away from there and, and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word, and his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. This Canaanite woman was not an Israelite. This Canaanite woman was not part of the lost sheep of Israel. But see, God was teaching them something because he showed them and said, hey, when you go out there, only go to the lost sheep of Israel and preach the, the good news to them. Because there would become a time where the Lord would open it for all the Gentiles. But see, this Canaanite woman didn't allow that to stop her to coming to the Lord Jesus Christ and saying, Lord, have mercy on me. And though she may not have called him as Lord, as her Savior, she may have called him that in respect, but she heard about Jesus. 
She heard about the help that he had given to the people. She heard about the healings and the deliverance and the authority that he had, that even the demons were subject to him. And this woman was in a situation not for her own, but her daughter needed help. Her daughter was oppressed and possessed by a demon that was tormenting her. And as a parent, this brings just, just, I mean, such a helplessness when you cannot help a child having a fever and they're sick and they're throwing up and there's nothing you can do, but you can cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, break this fever in the name of Jesus Christ. When that spouse, that loved one, and there's nothing you can do and you feel helpless. That's when we're encouraged, but Lord God, you are an ever-present help in my time of need. And you are the helper, and this Canaanite woman is acknowledging her need, her, the, help, the, the need for help that she has, but the need for help that her daughter has. That is the hope that we have today. When you feel helpless and hopeless, when you feel harassed, Remember the help that you have. Remember the help that you are living in. Remember the helper who lives in you. And remember and acknowledge the help that others are in need of today. And remember that you have, you have just the help that they need. Jesus. See, we see... The disciples weren't quite there yet. They were still learning and they, they were going to learn the rest of their lives. But we see them missing compassion here. Because they said, Lord, send her away. <laughs> She's bothering us. And how many times are we in that place where we're either too tired, frustrated, hard week, hard day, hard life? <laughs> I don't got time for this. Send it away. But thank God Jesus was still teaching them as he's teaching us. Amen. Lord, help us. But look how he answers. He says, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him saying, Lord, help me. Lord, Help me. And he still answers, it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she said, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. The Gentiles were seen as pagan country, filthy. But in this sense, he's not referring to her as a scavenger. He's referring to her as like a house puppy. But what he's saying is, is that this is meant for the house of Israel. But see, what he was teaching them was, it was more than just for the house of Israel. Because it was this woman's faith that brought forth her answer and the help that she needed. Because it says in 28, then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. 
he was teaching them a different way. It wasn't about the traditions and the religion. No, it's about faith in him. And that Canaanite woman, though she could have just said, okay, whatever, and walked away, but no, she pressed through. She believed in who he is. She had faith in the Son of God and that he was able to do so. And it was that faith that brought her the help that she needed and her daughter was healed. It's that faith that you have for that brother, that sister, that family member, that person you're praying for. We might not be able to bring them out. We might not be able to heal. We, might, we, don't, have, we don't do those things, but God can. And when we pray, what we're doing is we're believing and we're having faith, Lord, but I know you're able to, Lord. And we can pray a prayer of faith and believe, Lord Jesus, as this woman had faith in Jesus, and Jesus was able to do so because she needed help. Let not our shortcomings or our doubts or our fears stop us from praying for one another, for encouraging one another, for sharing with one another. When you see that stuff on the news, or you hear these, you get those phone calls, it's not easy. But we acknowledge the help that they need just as we do. And we can thank God that we have the one who can help them. Because it says here, Jesus went on from there and walked beside the Sea of Galilee, and he went up on the mountain and sat down there. And great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others. And they put him at his feet, and he healed them. So that the crowd wondered when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled healthy, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. It's bringing that brother, this is bringing that situation, it's bringing that person to the feet of Jesus. And saying, this is the one that can help you. And let God be God, that he will be glorified. Because that's what it's all about. It's about God being glorified. But Lord, help us in this. Teach us this. Help us to have the compassion that we need to see a world that is harassed and helpless today. That is lost. That is so many different ways of thinking and all these th different things that just bring back confusion. Let them know the truth and stand in truth and live in your truth, Lord. But Lord, also help me, help us to continue to live in that truth because he is an ever-present help in trouble. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. This altar is open and we want to come together as a church today and pray for the help that is needed from the Lord. Amen. I'm going to ask Sister Julie if she would come up for prayer and we'd like to pray for you today, Sister. Amen. And anyone else that needs prayer this day, come on up. We're going to have this. This altar is open. Those at home, we just ask you to take this time in prayer and just seek the Lord and we're believing for the Lord's help in every situation and circumstance that is going on with you today as well. He is that present, ever-present help in trouble today. Amen.
Oh, we just thank you this morning, Lord God. We praise you. We bless you, Father God. We acknowledge, Lord Jesus, you are an ever-present help in our time of need and our time of trouble, Lord. We just thank you this morning, Lord Jesus. We praise you. We bless you. We glorify you, Lord Jesus. Give them. Father, open up their lungs to have the very breath and the strength that they need, Father. For you are the helper, Lord Jesus. And Father God, we just thank you this morning, Lord, as we bring our prayers to you this morning. Every petition that, Father, we have to you this day, my God, we come in agreement this morning, Lord, and we lay it at your feet, my God. We bring them to the feet of Jesus this morning, Lord God. Oh, we thank you this morning, Lord God, because, Lord, you are able to save, deliver. You are the healer. You are the comforter. Oh, you are the strength and the peace through it all, my God. And through it all, we know, my God, that it brings you glory. So thank you, Father God, this day for being glorified in our lives today. And Father God, may that glory just be displayed through our lives, throughout our day, throughout our week, throughout every moment of our, our lives, Father Lord, as we trust in you. Lord, thank you for helping us this morning. And thank you for continuing to help us, Lord, in every moment and every day of our lives. And thank you for being that present help today in this world. That Father God, Lord Jesus, no longer has to be helpless. Because there is one who died for the sins of this world. That we may have life and have the ever-present help that we truly always need. We thank you, Father, for this day. We thank you for this time. And to my God, to our God, be the glory, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Let's give the Lord a shout this morning. Amen. Praise God. We're glad that the Lord is so faithful and so good today. I'm just glad we were able to come together today. And, you know, we missed a lot of you guys that are here today and we're back today and just being able to be together. So praise God today. Amen. God bless you. We are dismissed this morning. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the favor of the Lord. And Wednesday night Bible study. Amen.